independence from whom? This week we will celebrate independence, and it's obviously independence from the Brits, and we're thankful for that, but we love Britain now. It's not a problem. But what after we gained our independence? Were we free? Well, we're not free not to pay rent. We're not free to not go to work. We're not free to be angry at our spouse for long periods of time because life would just get miserable. So what exactly is this independence, this freedom? We all like freedom. But is it what we think it is? Are you willing to give up your freedom for 1.5 milliseconds of pleasure, eating ice cream or cinnamon buns or things that aren't on your diet? Are you really free? Or are you free if you're addicted to drugs or alcohol or money or a myriad of things that try and rob our freedom and enslave us. That's the job of marketers. They're always trying to sell us something. They're always trying to rob our freedom, our independence. And are we independent? We have to live together. So this is worth exploring. What does this mean? Well, in today's epistle that Lynn just read so beautifully, it says you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. That's your identity. That is who you are. And the question is, how do we preserve this identity, this freedom, when there's so many things that are conspiring against freedom, either from our passions or our distractions or our anger, our judgment, our lust, our, the evil things that try and pull us away from living as members of the body of Christ, or even worse yet, just deluding our zeal. Just showing up and going through the motions. That is not freedom. So when we look at this, we have to ask ourselves, what is freedom? And how are we free? Well, the epistle goes on to tell us, you can do all these things, but really what we're talking about is love. The freedom to love. And what attacks that? All kinds of things. Our fears attack that. Our insecurities attack that. Our selfishness attacks that. Our laziness attacks that. So being free to love takes great attention. You really have to be on your game to recognize these demons that are trying to pull you away from your freedom 
and your identity. What does it say? It says, love is patient and kind. Well, impatience can rob us of our freedom. It can rob us of our ability to love. Love is not jealous or boastful. How many times do we see somebody with something else and it makes us groan and complain that we don't have it? That why is our life so miserable? Love is not arrogant or rude. Oh yeah? Go on Facebook. Arrogant and rudeness abound. That is not love. You are not exercising your freedom to exercise your opinion. You are there to bring love and truth and wisdom. Love does not insist on its own way. That means you're not selfish. You're ready to do the right thing at any moment. Fight to preserve that freedom. It's not irritable or resentful. Well, there's a freedom robber. Come around 10 o'clock at night, I can get pretty grumpy. And I wonder what is going on, and then I realize it's 10 o'clock at night. Go get some sleep, you'll be better tomorrow. It does not rejoice at wrong. When we see somebody else stumble or fall, we pray for them, we mourn for them. We don't rejoice that they've fallen. That's not love. So what is independence? The independence is the ability to be free to love because that is our highest calling. It's freedom to follow Christ. Now, of course, we are free not to follow Christ. It's possible. It's allowable. It's not advisable. Look at what happened when Christ delivered the demoniac. He set the man free from demons that were torturing him. And how did the people respond? We saw what happened. The demons asked to go into the pigs, and the pigs ran down into the water and drowned themselves. That's kind of what happens with our freedom. It goes, in, it goes out of us and it goes and kills itself. And we have to fight to get it back. So the people came and they encountered Christ and they asked Him to leave their neighborhood because He was disrupting the status quo. Well, Christ does that. He disrupts our lives. Just as He disrupted the lives of the demons, but for one purpose. To set the man free. And when he was free, he was in his right mind. And he wanted to follow Christ. And Christ gave him a directive. No. Go and tell people what I have done for you. My teacher in Greece, he said, we Greeks, we fight every day for our freedom. He wasn't talking about freedom of the government or economic freedom. He was talking about freedom of personhood. To speak our hearts and minds. To be who we were created to be. To be members of 
the body of Christ. This is our independence. This is true freedom. And it is worth fighting for. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.